Praise the Lord, family, and welcome friends to the GRTDC Virtual Sanctuary. I'm Deacon Andre Keenan, and I am so glad you chose to join us today in worship. We know that the Lord will meet us here in this virtual space. So go ahead, hit the share button so that your family and friends will know that GRTDC is the place to be. If this is your first time here, hit the subscribe button so that you won't miss out on any future activities or worship services. On behalf of Bishop Michael Fields and Lady Melissa Fields, we say welcome and we pray that you are blessed by this worship experience. Have a blessed day. Praise the Lord, everyone. It is prayer time. Let us bow our heads together. Gracious God and Master, we thank you, Lord, for blessing us to be here in the place of worship one more time. Oh, God, we thank you for preserving our lives to another week. Lord, you've kept us through the storms and you've kept us through the rains, Lord God. And Lord, you've kept us fed. Lord, you've kept food on our tables and clothes on our backs. And for these things, we say thank you this morning. We thank you for being able to worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord God, we ask that you will come among us today, Lord. And Lord God, give us our daily bread. Give us our word today, oh God. We ask that you would feed us, Lord. Now, Lord God, take control of the service, Lord. Bless our pastor, Lord. Touch him, Lord. Anoint him. Use him to your glory, Lord. Let somebody be delivered this morning. Let somebody be set free this morning. Oh, break somebody's chains this morning. Have your way in the temple. Bless the choirs, Lord, and bless us as we worship you, Lord. We need a word today, Lord God, a word that will meet us in our situations today. Now bless and take control, Lord. And if you do it for us, Lord, we will give, be careful to give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory. These blessings we ask right now. In that precious name, Lord Jesus Christ, let everyone say in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning will be coming from the 116th division of Psalms, beginning at the first verse. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications, because he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compass me, the, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I have believed. Therefore have I spoken. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And may his word find a resting place in our hearts. In Jesus' name. And let everyone say amen.
and all the honor. Nobody gets the glory but Jesus. Because he is royalty. And we bow to him. He is majesty. And we adore him. Can we just lift our hands and worship the Lord? Come on, put a sound in the atmosphere. Come on, let the Lord hear you.
Bless your name, Jesus. We bless your holy name. We give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Come on, let's worship. Wherever you are, lift those hands. Open your mouths and just begin to magnify the God of your salvation. Come on and worship him. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hey, hey, hey. Glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands. Wherever you are, if you're in the car, pull over. And let's worship. He's worthy. Glory be to God. Yes, yes, Lord. Glory, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that's within me, bless his holy name. Come on and bless him this morning. Come on, we got time. Come on. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Glory. Yeah, Yes, Hallelujah, Jesus. Wonderful Savior. Bless you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Bless you this morning. We want to worship the Lord now in our substance giving unto the Lord planting our seed tithes and offerings our technician will put that on the screen for you on how you can give those of you who are worshiping from our sister church in the Bronx Refuge Temple Annex you may use Givelify it's offering time Father we love you today and we're so grateful for this opportunity to give in your presence. Bless us one by one, Lord. We're trusting your word, obeying your word, planting seed in this vineyard, bringing all of our tithes into the storehouse. You said you would open unto us the windows of heaven and pour us out blessings till we won't be able to receive it all. You would rebuke the devourer for our sake. And all nations would know that we are blessed. Lord, we love you and we thank you. Bless every home that has connected with us today. Receive our gifts, our tithes, our offerings. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. It's time to give. Follow the instructions on the screen. And let's bless the house.
The Lord bless you. Want to thank you so much for what you have given and for your faithfulness in blessing this ministry. We thank you so much. We would not be able to do what we do without your support. Father, we thank you now for this opportunity. You have given us to feast upon your word. We ask that you would send it with power and a demonstration of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we need your word. Can't live without it. Can't move without it. Send it, Lord. Send it into every home, every car, wherever your people are, ready to listen, ready to receive. I pray that you would send your word. Bring healing and deliverance. Hallelujah. Bring it, Father, with your word. Your word is our life. Touch us one by one, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. The word of the Lord that is found this morning, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 5 through 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 5 through 9. Now I will come unto you when I shall pass through Macedonia. For I do pass through Macedonia, and it may be that I will abide, yea, and winter with you, that ye may bring me on my journey whithersoever I go. For I will not see you now, by the way, but I trust to tarry a while with you, if the Lord permit. But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost. For a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctify it deep down in our hearts that we may grow thereby. It is out of the eighth verse that I want to glean a thought. But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost. Want to use briefly as a subject this morning, I'm waiting for my Pentecost. I'm waiting for my Pentecost. It is this first letter to the Corinthians, which was written during Apostle Paul's three-year ministry in the city of Ephesus on his third missionary journey. And there were reports that had reached the Apostle Paul at Ephesus about the problems at the Corinthian church. Corinth is an ancient city of Greece and was in many ways the most prominent Greek metropolis of Paul's time. Like many of the prosperous cities of the world today, Corinth was intellectually arrogant, materially affluent, and morally corrupt. Sin of every kind flourished in this notoriously sensual place. Paul started a church right here in this wicked city. It was known also for its worshiping of Greek gods, deeply embedded in Greek mythology. And a delegation, a delegation rather, from the Corinthian congregation. And history says it was Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus who had come to him with letters and questions from the congregation. They wanted Pastor Paul's instruction on a variety of issues, marriage and divorce, communion, and so forth. Many things Paul would have to sit and address and answer these questions. So it was in response to the reports in the letter from Corinth that Paul is writing this letter. The theme of this book, 1 Corinthians, is simply church problems and solutions. He didn't just write to them concerning the issues or the problems, but he offered solutions to whatever they were going through. So, 
It is safe for me to say that this epistle addresses the kinds of problems that a congregation has when the membership remains carnal. This is why Paul writes in chapter 3, I believe it's in the first three verses, he says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat, for hitherto ye were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are ye able, for ye are carnal. For as there is among you envy, strife, and divisions, and are ye not carnal and walk as men? Pastor Paul realized after looking through the issues that were brought to him, that some of the things they were going through was because some among them were no longer endeavoring to be spiritual, trying to function in their flesh, trying to do things outside of the leadership of the Holy Ghost. In other words, they were living outside of faith. Living outside of faith in God will always lead you to a place of carnality because it is faith that brings us to opportunity. And that opportunity, I should say, or that experience is that God wants us to have in him. In short, it is impossible to live outside of faith and please God but living in faith because the Bible says this is how the just live. They live by faith. It will open doors of opportunity to experience the more of God. You can't have more of God and more of flesh at the same time. Hallelujah. You can't have more of you and more of God at the same time. So here Paul According to the text is in Ephesus and hallelujah, writing to the Corinthian church, goes into this place, hallelujah, out of the leadership of the Holy Ghost, leads him here into this city. He's in Ephesus, which was another troubled area at the time because they too were heavily endowed with Greek mythology. They worshiped Diana. He came into this place and started preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as customarily, hallelujah, the apostles would first go in to the synagogue. We know this according to Acts of the 19th chapter. Uh, the ninth verse says, but when divers were hardened and believed not, they spake evil of that way before the multitude, and he departed from them and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannus. So to explain what was going on, Paul had been preaching in the synagogue, and some of them had become obstinate and contrary to the word of God. They didn't want to hear the gospel. Could you imagine people right in the church but don't want to hear the gospel? They became contrary to the word of God. Every time Paul opened his mouth to preach what thus saith the Lord and to teach the apostolic way, there were those who withstood him, one in particular by the name of Tyrannus. Paul had to eventually leave the synagogue along with his disciples. This happened in Corinth, and hallelujah, Paul rather goes next door to the synagogue and starts a brand new church. He rents a hall from a philosopher, and he begins to teach the word of God and preach the message of Jesus Christ, and he stays there now for two years. Here we are. According to the text, 
that we have read in Corinthians. They had sent word to Pastor Paul and said, Paul, we need you to answer some serious questions. We need instruction. We need direction. And uh, he may have been tempted to leave and go uh, and see about them. But the Holy Ghost would not let him leave where he was. Hallelujah. He begins to write to them. Uh, hallelujah. Understanding some of the things that they were experiencing. He says, I will eventually come to you. I'll pass through Macedonia. And if I pass through there, hallelujah, it it may be so that I could spend some time with you, but I can't do it now. Hallelujah. I trust that I'll be able to tarry with you in the near future if the Lord permits me to do so. But I feel like I need to sit here in Ephesus until Pentecost comes. Hallelujah. He goes on to even go further in his explanation and says, because a great door and effectual has opened unto me and there are many adversaries. Now I know someone might look at this letter and say, I don't understand. Hallelujah. Paul is writing to us, telling us, hallelujah, that he would love to come to where we are, but he'd rather stay where he is. And he's letting us know that there's trouble around there. Hallelujah. There are things happening in this city that are dangerous. And I could even lose my life but I'm still going to stay here. He says, a door has opened unto me and there are many adversaries. There are many who have stood against me. There, there are many who don't want to hear the message anymore, but I can't leave from this place. Many may have scratched their heads and said, I don't understand. Why would you stay if you know there's trouble? Why wouldn't you leave if you know there's trouble? There's something about living according to faith and uh, under the unction of the Holy Ghost, I can't do it if God doesn't tell me to do it. I, I can't move from here unless God leads me to move. I, I've discovered that if I live by faith uh, and if I follow the leading of the Holy Ghost, it always brings me to an opportunity. Is an opportunity for me to see God in a greater way and for me to stretch out and maybe do some things I've never been able to do before. I've got to say, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but the people want you to move, but God wants you to stay. The people want you to run, but God is telling you to wait. I've got a blessing for you. He, he's in an in-between place. Hallelujah. He's in a place now where people are longing and needing a blessing in their life. He's in a place perhaps even when he himself needs a move of God. That's, that's what Pentecost represents. You remember Pentecost. Hallelujah. That season of the first fruits that time of celebration it, uh, what it means for every born again believer it's when the Holy Ghost fell and moved upon 120 in the upper room he's in that season now it uh, represents that period of time in between Jesus dying and rising again for our justification and Hallelujah, 50 days after the resurrection, he's in that in-between place. How many of you today are in an in-between place? Need a blessing, desire a blessing. I, 
I need a move of God in my life. I've got trouble, yes. Things are happening around me, yes. Hallelujah, but God won't let me move from this place. Hallelujah. Paul said, I'd love to come and see you. And I'd love to come and wait a while and tarry with you. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait right here until Pentecost comes. Every time I say it out of my mouth, I feel a tingling in my spirit. Because I need a move from God in my life. I need God to come and do something right in the middle of a trial, right right in the midst of opposition. God, I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but God is about to move in your life. Put it in the comment section and say something good is getting ready to happen in my life. Just lift your hands and give Jesus some praise. He said I would come but I'm going to tarry here at Ephesus. Hallelujah. I know you want me over there. I know you want me to come to where you are. Hallelujah. But I feel like God is getting ready to do something right where I am. I got up this morning with a word for somebody. And I want you to know that God is going to do something for you right where you are. Pentecost is coming to your life. Pentecost, a move of God, a Holy Ghost explosion. Never mind what it looks like. Never mind the opposition. Just wait for a move of God. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands and shout it with me. I'm waiting for a move of God. I'm waiting for my Pentecost. I need a breakthrough in my house. I need the Holy Ghost to break out in my family. Say yeah. I need a Holy Ghost explosion right here in my house. Paul said, I'm not going anywhere because a door has opened right here. I serve a God that can open doors where there is no door. I serve a God that can make ways out of nowhere. I serve a God that can bring something out of nothing. I serve a God who's able. Oh, yes, he is. He said, I see an opportunity right here. If I move too fast, I'll miss out on my blessing. If I move too fast, I won't be able to see what God wants to do right here. Hallelujah. Put it in the comment section. Put it there again and say, God is going to bless me right where I am. Pentecost is coming. My brother, my sister, I came here this morning to let you know that you have a Pentecost coming. A door is getting ready to open up for you. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to bless you in front of your enemies. I'm going to deliver you in front of your enemies. I'm going to move in front of the naysayers. I'm going to bless you right there. Pentecost is coming. I'm going to bring down the high place. Hallelujah. I'm going to lift you up. 
I'm going to give you a Holy Ghost experience. I'm going to destroy yokes. Yes, I will. I'm going to send the power through your house. I'm going to send the power through your family. Say yeah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Thank you, Father. I'm going to shake everything loose. And I'm going to let my spirit loose in your family. I'm going to let you feel the power. Didn't I tell you that ye shall receive power? After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. It's a promise. It's a promise. I promise to save. I promise to deliver. I promise to open doors. I promise to turn it around. And all the promises of my God in him are yea. And in him, amen. To the glory of God. Bias. I want you to get ready for the promise. Don't go nowhere. Wait there. And wait for it. Pentecost is coming. I felt the Holy Ghost right there. Pentecost is coming. Raise your hand and say, I'm going to wait. For my Pentecost, I'm going to wait for the move of God. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. I need a move. I need to feel God in my house. I need to feel God on my job. I need to feel good all in my life. I'm going to wait for Pentecost. Say yeah. Say yeah. And I know some of y'all saying it ain't even Pentecost Sunday. Baby, when you know God the way you should know him, you can have a Pentecost every day. I dare you to raise your hand right where you are and say, Lord, send the Pentecost. Lord, send your power. Lord, send your joy. Lord, Lord, send it down. He'll move there. He'll touch you there. He'll feel you now. Say yeah. Hallelujah. Osama. Paul said, I know. I know things are, are getting bad all over the place where you are and even where I am now, but I can't leave until I get my blessing. <laughs> he said, I believe I'll tarry here until Pentecost. He said, there is an effectual, there is a door there. There was an opportunity here. I don't know how God's going to do it, but I believe I'll wait until Pentecost. Power is coming. Strength is coming. Deliverance is coming. Hallelujah. Salvation is coming. Yes, miracles are coming. Pentecost is coming. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to wait right here for my Pentecost. I want you to make it personal this morning. The Lord wants to do something for you. He wants to move in your life. He wants to destroy yokes in your life.
He wants to make a way for you. Lift your hands where you are. Father, I've given them your word. It is my prayer that they'll receive the word that's been planted today. And they will receive that blessing. Harvest will break out in their life. Fill them now. Oh, yeah. If they're sitting there in front of me, fill them with the Holy Ghost right now. Receive it right now. Your Pentecost could be here right this moment. Lift your hands and just begin to worship and praise him. Never mind who's around you. He can fill you. Your Pentecost could be there right now. Oh, Yabo Shama Yesia. Come on. Come on. Come on. Lift those hands and just worship. Some of us need a new touch. We need God to touch us and fill us all over again. Hallelujah. I'm not going to leave this spot until my Pentecost comes. Father, we thank you for your word. We receive it. Touch everyone here under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory, Jesus. I want to pray for you. I want to do a special altar call. For those of you who have a special need of prayer. You took time to connect with us on this morning. I want you to put your name, if you will, in the comment section. And let's establish an electronic prayer list. And even if there's someone in your family that needs a miracle in their life. They need salvation. They're waiting for a Pentecost. Put their name in the comment section we want to pray for them we want to lift them up in prayer yeah even tag them let them know that greater refuge temple here in the nation's capital and refuge temple annex in the bronx we're getting ready to pray for you i want to give you time come on put in those names even if it's you lord i need a pentecost in my life I'm waiting for my Pentecost. <laughs> waiting for my Pentecost. Yay. Come on. Yes. Hallelujah. Want to give you time. We're going to pray together. Yes, we are. The names are coming in. Yeah. One by one. Family by family. Person by person. The Lord is able to touch us all at the same time. Father, we love you and we thank you for this opportunity to pray to you. Knowing that you're a God that answers prayer. We thank you for your word. And we're waiting for our Pentecost. I'm waiting for mine. She's waiting for hers. He's waiting for his. We're all waiting for a personal Pentecost. Move in our lives. Hallelujah. Save those who need the Holy Ghost. Deliver those who need deliverance. Touch us all. Some of us need, Lord, a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost. Do it, Lord. Hallelujah. Do it, Father. We'll forever give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. Stretch forth your hand and touch that man, that woman, that boy, that girl. Somebody needs healing for their body. Heal, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Touch, set free, heal, and deliver, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, put your hands together and give Jesus some praise. Come on, give him glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. We want to thank you for connecting with us on today. We want to thank you for taking the time to worship with us. We pray that the word has blessed you on this morning. 
For those of you who have been blessed by this ministry, you have been following us, worshiping with us, and you want to share your testimony, our technician will put how you can do that on the screen. Send it in so we can incorporate it into our worship and everyone can hear your testimony of how the Lord has touched you and blessed you. And we thank you for it in advance. Some have already sent theirs in and we intend to use it. Thank you for being a part of our worship on Sunday mornings. We're getting ready to go. But I want you to know that we will continue to pray for you. and We ask that you'll continue to pray for us. And we're looking forward to coming together again in worship. But until then, there are three things, as we always say, we want you to do. Be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord. It's Pastor Fields here. And I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience. And we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. The Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.